Hey, everyone. Welcome to the second episode of the Momentum Podcast. I'm joined by Luke Miller. My name's Jason Kidwell. Good to have you here. Thank you for hopping on and listening in. What is up, guys? So, Luke, our episode today is called Embracing Moments of Growth and Transformation. Mm -hmm. We're both living and working in a market that is slowly transforming and changing. And we're both going through a season of, of growth and growth is painful. It's painful because it's, it's, it's a stretching experience. Mm -hmm. How do we stay positive? How do we embrace these moments and learn everything we should mm, from these, dude, from these minutes in time? Yeah. And we talk about momentum, right? It's the name of the podcast and mindset momentum mindset. So a mindset where you are using your mind the power of your mind, mm -hmm. the way that you control your mind to move you forward yep. in a forward momentum, right? Yes. So when you're in these these slumps, these seeming slumps and these slower seasons, if it's real estate or whatever your business is, yeah. the question is, how do you move forward when you don't have the motivation? How yeah. do you move forward when you don't feel like moving forward? Um, so I think number one, you have to get rid of feelings yeah. like, okay, I'm aware of my feelings. I'm aware that I feel this way. I don't feel motivated. I don't feel like getting up. Um, I don't feel motivated because I don't see the money hitting my bank account, whatever it is, yeah. but you're bypassing those feelings because you know what your end goal is. Mm. So knowing that you're going to experience negative feelings Sometimes even a negative mindset, but you have to push past that. You have to almost, hey, I'm bypassing that. Yeah. What yeah. is my goal? Yeah. I love that because a, a therapist or a psychologist would tell you the minute that you stop trying to control your life is the minute you're going to find the most happiness. Mm. Like I'm just along for the ride. I can't, like you said, I can't control that I'm going to have negative emotions or go through negative things. But I'm here for the ride. I might as well just say, all right, today was a difficult day and I accomplished a lot of things and I got my three wins in and I got one step closer to getting in the door at that listing. I got one step closer in my business. Yeah. I, had, I had a great time with my wife. I got. A, I had a great date. I had a, I had a great connection. I had a whatever. Yeah. Having that Dude, and statement in your mind. You've been, uh, you've been doing this, um, this win thing for a while now. Like, you yeah. say, this is my win for today or my win for today was this. Can you talk just a little bit about that and how I won't, I won't show the camera, but I, every single day yeah. I write down three wins and I'm, I'm supposed, go. I'm supposed to do it for bed every night, but I realized yeah. that just, that doesn't work for me. Um, we have a two-year-old that requires a whole lot of energy that goes out in the evening. And mm -hmm. I'm realizing before bed at night, I am just, I'm not in the frame of mind where I think of anything productive. So I've been doing it in the morning. Before I start on anything, I sit down at my desk here in the moments office. I write down three things and it's been a game changer, man. I can tell you there are some days where my win doesn't get accomplished it, and it just spills over into the next day. But I'm starting to see a pattern where I'm hitting my three wins because I'm learning, A, I'm learning how to write better wins. <laughs> and that's part of the thing we've talked so much about. In order to build a successful habit, you got to feel like you're successful at the thing that you're mm. trying to build a habit to do. Yeah, yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, so I'm right. getting better at writing those goals, but mm. then I'm also getting better at not leaving the desk and not and not allowing myself off the hook on the days that I'm not getting the things done that I know I need to get done. Mm. Mm. How do you do that? How do you not let yourself off the hook? 
You just do it, man. I'm not sure there's a secret. I don't think I have a secret sauce figured out. <laughs> you just, you do it and you say, I'm not leaving. I'm for me. It's I'm not leaving my desk and I'm not going to go home today without completing this thing that I know I needed to get done. Mm. And there are some things where it's like, that's a win that I know I, I can accomplish tomorrow. And that's a, that's a longer term thing. And I wrote it down. Like uh, it's more of a global thing that could take time. Or, or there are factors outside of my control, and I'm learning not to write those goals down. I'm not, I'm not, I'm learning to not write them down as wins. I'm learning to write them down as goals. But the wins are things that I have a desire to do. So I'm not really trying to force myself to keep doing things that I don't want to do. I am hmm. choosing to write things down that I true have a true desire. And if I sat down and talked to you in the morning, I could honestly tell you, Luke, I want to do that today. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't. It doesn't mean that I have the motivation to do it or anything beyond. I I, I know I have the desire deep in my heart to see that thing get done, mm-hmm. and I'm going to discipline myself to take mm-hmm. to take forward steps and find momentum in, in doing the things that I'm doing. And I find if I cross out one, that's a day that I'm I'm probably going to cross out all three. That's right, man. Right, because once you get the momentum, right, you you do one positive thing, positive reinforcement. Yep. And and what you're talking about really is positive reinforcement as opposed to negative reinforcement. Yeah. Negative man. being, oh, I have to do this thing today. I have to check off these three boxes. Yeah. As compared to, hey, you know what? I get to do this. And maybe, maybe on that particular day, yesterday you looked at that list and you were you were excited about those three things, right? You yeah. look at it the next day and you're like, oh, I'm not as excited about it, today, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's that's reality sometimes. Yeah. But that's when you have to, all right, going back to why am I doing this? Yes. What is the reason behind this? Yes. Well, if I have these three positive wins, that opens up the gates for my for the rest of my day. Now I can attack things with confidence because that's I've already momentum. accomplished these three things and I'm excited, I'm pumped, I'm ready to go. Yeah. You know? Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> If if you could get if you could get a hold of that, it's going to change your life. That's right, and that's what we're trying to learn here. And and we're in the spirit of complete transparency. We're two guys that are in a season where there's a lot of burnout. Yeah. We are experiencing a lot of burnout. Like let's yeah. just be real about it and say it. Yeah. It's it is a really challenging season, and yeah. there is there is not a whole lot of big wins to go around. Yep. So we are choosing to look at this from the lens of. I am further today than I was a week ago. Mm-hmm. I'm further today than I was three months ago. So therefore, I am progressing. I have momentum. And we're training our minds to think that way. Mm. This is probably the hardest time that we could have undertaken to start a podcast about this topic, to even try to train ourselves to think that way. Because it's easy to form that habit when <laughs> things are going well, man. <laughs> well, that's why we did it, right? <laughs> Because we're starting to feel that push. It's like, oh, dang. Like yeah. everybody's feeling it in our industry, you know? Yep. The most successful, I mean, the people that have been around for 20 years, everybody's feeling it to some degree. Yep. Right. But yep. you and I both are thinking about the real estate game, the the brokerage, the team. It's long term. Yeah. We have a long term yeah. mindset. Yeah. So the thing for me is well, I compare myself to last year. It's not like it was last year. It's not as easy as it was last year. Yeah. All right. So what are these conversations we're having? We got, we hop on the phone we say, all right, the techniques and what we were doing last year with the way Mm -hmm. that we were prospecting, maybe Mm -hmm. doesn't work, work this year. 
Yeah. So how are we going to change it this year? What or are we just going to do differently? Exactly. We can't do what exactly. we were doing last year. Yes. And if you have that mindset and you know, everything always has to be easy and whatever it's, I mean, that's, that's a failure mindset. It's a failure you know? mindset. You'll go yeah. up and down, you have high highs and then low and you'll just crash, never yes. move forward. And then you like give up on the thing you're working on, like, up, oh, not for me. See, see, it's not for me. I'm not, not for me. Not seeing success for negative me. reinforcement. Never was yeah. meant for this. Yes. Screw that. Screw that. Yeah. And that's what uh, successful entrepreneurs would tell you when you start something new. You're going to go through this season. And we were this week, we we're talking about it on the phone. Like it's like a boxing fight. Like in round one, you get beat to death. If you come in, you think you're going to be like Floyd Mayweather and just slip every. You're not. You're not mm. a professional. This You're starting at something new. Mm. We're in round maybe two or three of 12 before we finally make it over the hill. And a lot of people will give up on what they're doing and switch to something different and just give up at that and give up at the next thing and the next thing and the next thing because they're getting their first round hits in. And they're thinking, I'm not good at this. I'm not meant to do this. And really, they're just, they just got to keep pushing, man. So that's really, I mean, that's our second, that's our, th our second topic here strategies on embracing the transformative moments. Cause we're living in this season, we're transforming ourselves into something different. We're renewing our minds every day in the word and we're mm. in practice rewiring our psychology to start looking at things through this more positive approach. What you call, you're calling it positive reinforcement. What does it look like then to turn that into a catalyst for success? What, like we're talking about making it a boxing fight, like round 12. We're going to finally, this is going to finally sink in. We're going to start seeing things through this lens and become successful. How are we going to like, how are we going to connect the dots and make this a catalyst to see the success that we want? Hmm. How does this formulate success? Because I hmm. think if I have a really skeptical mind, I just listen to what we said, we'd be like, a skeptic would say, yeah, it's all in well, but what difference does it make? That doesn't bend the fabric of reality. Mm. You're just looking at it differently. Maybe it makes you feel better. How is this actually right. going to make you more successful? Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, again, it's it's all about um, retraining your mind to, to look at life in a way where I'm going to have curveballs thrown at me, right? I'm going to have these things thrown at me where it's out of my control. Yeah. And it's, it's when you can see that and embrace it that, Hey, sometimes it is out of my control. I can't, I can't control the market. Mm -hmm. I can't control what happens on the private sector to some degree and, and, uh, you know, and beyond and things that are out of my control. But what I can control is what's in front of me. What I can control is what I do every day. Yeah. What I can control is, when I wake up, what's the first things that I think about? What's the, what's the things that I set my mind on? Yeah. You know? Mm. Um, and you know, it's, you, you mentioned the word we are transformed by the renewing of our minds. Right. And that means that as we're spending time <clears throat> in the word, we're taking time to hear what the Lord has for us. That is transforming us to think differently and think outside of the box. So I think that's, that's huge as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those are number of factors. Yeah. It has to be an element of this, right? Like we would be, we would be not covering all the bases if we didn't bring that into it. So, Huge. yeah, man. And I like what you're getting at here, which is like this is not some secret like recipe to just suddenly become successful. This is just a way to control the variables that we have control over to set mm. ourselves up to give us the best possible chance of becoming successful. Mm. So, no secret sauce. No, and and like. We can look at the forerunners like 
like if we if we want to oh, i think i think our video lost luke there oh, for, lost you for a there second there we go um if we look at history who are some successful people that you can think of that implemented these things and then saw i know and saw success i know one person that we've talked about a bit uh pt barnum i think it's is it the ringling brothers i think that's mm -hmm. i think that's the, mm -hmm. the name of the show Circus guy, industry, yeah. Yeah, man. I was just blasting the soundtrack this morning because I knew we were going to talk about it for The Greatest Showman, the movie they made about this guy. He was a character. The movie definitely whitewashes him a bit. He, 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 he believes some crazy things. But his mindset was such that even when times were bad and the economy was terrible, even when his business was suffering, he was constantly looking at how do I provide the most value for every ticket I sell at one of my shows? Mm. And, and that was, if you go and read his work, it's just nonstop creative idea, creative offense, creative value in every element of running his business, whether it's PR and packing his shows, whether that was uh, internally with his people or even going on the offensive and, and PR wise going out there and, and putting out the marketing saying, yeah, if you're going to spend money in this economy on a show, this is the one you want to spend the money on mm. on stop. And, and at that time, he would be considered to be more famous and more wealthy than Elon Musk, Bill Gates, uh, Steve Jobs, all those guys and more influential than all those guys in our age combined. Mm. This guy was so massive. And we, mm. we don't, history doesn't necessarily remember that, mm. but he, he absolutely was. And it, it came down to his entrepreneurial mindset. Yeah. And he, and talk about competition, right? Yeah. We we always hear it in our industry. You look at that guy and it's like, well, he didn't have competition. No, he did have competition. And that's one of the reasons why he almost backed out and stopped doing what he was doing, right? Was yeah. because people were trying to shut him down. Yeah. They were buying the buildings he was looking at. And it's yep. so if you look at it and you say, oh, there's so much competition, you know, it's how do we move forward? Yeah. Well, what are you doing that's going to set you, yourself you as an individual or you as a company apart from your competition to yeah. the point where your competition is not relevant anymore. Yeah. yeah it's mm. competition on paper, but people that know you, the people that work with you, they wouldn't say, Oh, you know, Mr. Joe Schmo over there is competition. Not after they worked with you. You know right. what I mean? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I love that dude. <laughs> yeah. It gets me so pumped. It's it, it brings to light that, you can accomplish these crazy monumental things. And that's a, and that's a guy who started out with nothing, right? Like he wasn't someone that had it handed to him or had an angel investor or the industry, the, the entertainment industry at that time was so bad. And, and it was, it was almost like a classist thing where only the upper echelons of society had moral shows to watch and the only show business that existed at that time for the lower classes, middle, what would be considered middle and lower class, they were debaucherous. They were morally just terrible mm -hmm. and no one, no one would go. So he created something totally new. He engineered this idea. And then when he did it, he faced all the adversity that anyone possibly could. People just trying to shut him down, outdo him on the marketing buy up his buildings like you touched on. And, and it just, it, it created this absolute wall, this chasm between him and becoming successful. And the guy almost went out of business so many, so many times and, and just absolutely never gave up. I mean, that's the spirit of today is like, we just have a, we have a crazy amount of adversity in our business. 
you know, there's there's a, a realtor for every person in America, it feels like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it feels really, really hard to make a name for yourself. And the average realtor doesn't even do a deal a year. Yeah. And of the realtors that do deals, the average is six. And no one is eating on six deals a year. Mm. So there's there's this crazy amount of adversity that someone has to go through to make it successfully in this business. Mm. I think it starts here, man. It totally starts in your mind, man. It starts in your mind. And when it fades, you got to bring it back to why did I get into this industry? What value can I provide? How are we different? Mm. And what goals do I have that are going to propel me and give me momentum to move forward? Yes. 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 I love how you broke it down like that. What goals are going to help me move forward? And, And the reality is a lot of people are stuck in a job they don't like. And they're stuck in a routine that they really don't like and that they didn't have the opportunity to choose. They felt like that was the only option. So that's what they did. Mm. So you're stuck in this like sludge and you just keep having to do the same thing to keep the lights on, to keep the bills paid and whatever. You just keep doing this thing because you know that's the thing you're supposed to do. Mm. If we end on this note, despite the challenging season, despite the emotional Told that that sort of process takes. How does somebody? How does somebody climb their way into this mindset and start taking life on offensively? Mm. How, how, if we end it there, I think that's just the perfect point to wrap this up. Hmm. How do you live offensively? Yeah. How do you? Okay. How do you bridge the chasm here? Yeah. Because, okay. Again, you can get so trapped in like day to day, and this is where this all this whole conversation goes. Is like we'll map out. We'll, we're mapping out this different way of thinking. It yeah. leads to this totally different amount of success from average, right? Yes. But how do you start? Right. Well, it starts by not being the victim. Mm. How many people do you talk to where they act like they're victimized by every single aspect of society from their family to their business, mm. every area of their life? If you can look at where you're at today and realize I'm not a victim, Instead, I have the opportunity uh, to move forward with unparalleled success opportunity. Yeah. It changes your mindset. You know, Mm. crap happens, (laughs) right? And things happen to us that we have no control over, but we're not the victim. You know, we have a, we have a different mentality, a different mindset, um, and if you can think about life where you're not a victim and everything, every person, and here's the thing too, because when you're, when you're in a negative mindset, you start having these conversations with other people and you start thinking that everybody's against you, yeah. right? Then, then the prospects and the people you're talking to, your even your clients, they're against you, Yeah, you know, yeah. And, and you're in this victim mindset and yeah. then it just spirals out of control. Yep. So you really got to break it down to, I'm not the victim, you know? Yeah. Um, I have control over the way that I think, and I'm going yeah. to leverage that and use that to get me out of this slump and get me back on that path of of success. I love that, man. It's like you're describing a negative scarcity mindset. Yes. The opportunities to be successful are scarce. The opportunities to help get me over the threshold are, are really rare. And life victimized me. That is so, I mean, the victim is like the most powerful figure in our culture right now. Yes. So that is just, it is culturally reinforced. And the way to, the way to get 
past average and into success is to is to embrace the opposite of that mindset to reject that mindset and embrace the opposite mindset which is opportunity is plentiful oh dude that is like that is right. truly momentum yeah that's right that's where we get our moment let's freaking go man i'm jacked <laughs> I'm if, uh, if you're not watching the video right now we're like smiling because yeah. this is how we pump each other up in the morning you know if we're feeling and it's not that we don't feel down we both feel down we both oh bro slumps that's why we gotta you gotta find a friend you gotta find somebody who's going to be your advocate yeah and somebody who's not going to reinforce these negative emotions oh man your life sucks yeah life sucks for me too <laughs> screw those friends find screw new them. friends you yeah. know what i mean you gotta hang out with better people maybe no. maybe some of the reason you're thinking these things is because your friends are crappy too you know so <laughs> find some new friends <laughs> i love that yeah yeah and and then on the flip side of that is the accountability of having a friend that's in your life that won't let you fall into that mindset yes where it's like if i'm in a down spot and i talk to you yeah. You'll hear me. You'll empathize with me. Yeah. I like the word sympathize. I'm starting to learn. I have to reject the word empathy. Yeah. Because empathy is essentially when you wrap your arms around someone else and say, I'm here in the trenches with you. And what happens then is both people go down with the, sh with the ship. Mm. You can sympathize. You can mm -hmm. sympathize with your friends and, and hear them. But what happens next is we move forward from this. How do you move out of this? And you like you give that to me where it's like, what's your what's your path forward are you taking this to prayer are you taking this to to mm. this person what, what what's your action steps mm. out what are you we gonna just, do yeah we don't just sit and be like and that's just built in our friendship it's the culture that we surround ourselves with it's our friend group that is yes. that way it's like we don't just sit around and, and be negative and there's opportunity to do it we could sit here and talk this morning a lot easier about the negative stuff that's going on than what's positive but let's freaking go man thank you lord for getting us here yeah, that's right. Let's end with that. All right, man. Well, well, let's talk in a week. I'm sure, we'll talk between that. We'll talk on the pod in a week. Yeah, bro. Talk to you then. See you See then. You.